Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast, by the way, is brought to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and Blake Street Tavern. I don't know why that made me laugh. Actually, I do know why it made me laugh. I said, today's podcast is brought to you by the letter A. That's, it just made me think of Sesame Street. One, two, three. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you didn't think that you were going to tune into this podcast and get the count voice from Sesame Street, but you got it. Now you can put that in your pocket and go, today's been a good day. It's been a good day. Uh, a lot to get to today. Uh, we're we're kind of upgrading our window situation here at the house, so I took down all the blinds in our house and we have windows in our bathroom, and I I took the blinds down. Well, the problem is, is we had to wait a couple days in order to get new window treatments up. So the past two days, I've been taking showers like in fear that the neighbors are spying on me. I took a shower in the dark, <laughs> which is bizarre, but oddly fine. It's it's look, I can't really see what I'm scrubbing. But, hey, I can feel it, if you know. <laughs> uh, but then, like, we have, like, uh, towels over the, the the shower. And then in order to get change, I have to go into the closet to get change, which isn't – it's not a big enough closet for that to be a thing. So I'm in there, and I'm, like, like squished up. And I'm, like, don't fall over. I don't want to knock over the mirrors that are, you know, the sliding mirrors – and then how embarrassing would that be? Paramedics come. They're like, what's the situation? What's the sitch? And then they're looking at me. They're like, what the fuck? He's half naked with a big old thing of glass poking out of his ass. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I was just trying to put on my underwear. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's a great visual for you. Now we don't have to do that anymore. I put up some blinds and everything is good to go. Speaking of good to go, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) So I was going to talk to you about that boxer, Carl Froch, or whatever the fuck his name is. He was saying NASA has been using CGI to make it look like the Earth is round. We've talked about flat earthers before. You guys are crazy. Can't take a joke. (laughs) Anyway... It's an endless battle. So if you believe the earth is flat, enjoy that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. There's, there's no, no getting through to you. You think that people that are highly educated, who have spent their whole life studying the world and, and beyond, you think they're morons. You think that there's this whole big world's conspiracy that everybody's in on it be like, yeah, we're going to say it's round, even though it's flat. <laughs> do, you, do you think that we could all fucking get along enough to, to agree on that? No, no. Oh, God, it drives me. I, I spent more time on that than I should have. I apologize. The Earth is round. I haven't been in outer space, but whatever. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Ah! <laughs> uh, I did see this. Maybe uh, flat earthers think this is fake, too. On December 5th, Livermore National Lab scientists conducted the first controlled fusion experiment 
in history to achieve the milestone of fusion ignition. Now I'm going to play you some audio from Marv Adams. He's the NNSA Deputy Administrator for Defense Programs. There's a tiny cylinder here at the end of this that you probably can't see. It's about so tall and this wide. Inside that was a a small spherical capsule about half the diameter of a BB. 192 laser beams entered from the two ends of the cylinder and struck the inner wall. They didn't strike the capsule. They struck the inner wall of this cylinder and deposited energy. And that happened in less time than it takes light to move 10 feet. So it's kind of fast. X-rays from the wall impinged on the spherical capsule. Fusion fuel in the capsule got squeezed. Fusion reactions started. This had all happened before, a hundred times before. But last week, for the first time, they designed this experiment so that the fusion fuel stayed hot enough, dense enough, and round enough for long enough that it ignited, and it produced more energies than the lasers had deposited. About two megajoules in, about three megajoules out, a gain of 1.5. The energy production took less time than it takes light to travel one inch, kind of fast. So this is pretty cool. Um, I have a special message to listeners who want to work on exciting, challenging, and important problems. We're hiring. (laughs) Well, good for him. There's a bunch of social media scientists out there that, you know, are trying to bag on this this, uh, accomplishment. So I'm sure there's plenty of people out there, sir, that want to join the team and tell you how smart they are because on social media... They, they'd like to debate whether this is a good step in the right direction or not. It's, it's funny when I'm looking at these videos of this guy talking and how everybody's so excited about this. There's a lot of people that are just trying to just, you know, go, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Or I believe this is just messing too much with science. And it's like, fuck off. Come on. Jesus, exciting. I have no idea what that guy said. <laughs> That's how smart it is and how big of a deal it is. Fucking nerd talk galore. Good for them. It's exciting because there's a lot of potential with this. Obviously, they're they're still at the beginning stages of this, but it can mean a lot of great things for energy as we advance as a society. Stay tuned because I have a feeling that it's going to the ball's going to start rolling a little faster when it comes to developing new forms of of energy. So it's exciting. It's a little scary because they are messing with some major shit, but good for them. And yeah, like he said, if if you're smart, go apply because if if you can wrap your brain around what they're doing, why not? Why not? How exciting would that be? I, I'm I'm nowhere near smart enough. I could be smart enough to get them a coffee. That's about it. Be like, I did add a little sprinkle of cinnamon in your coffee, sir. And he's like, you are such a brilliant uh, barista, Scott. <laughs> and I'll be like, thank you. And then he'll start talking about fusion shit. And I'll be like, I don't know what you're saying. But anyway, so yeah, that, that is an interesting thing that's happening. It's a very big deal. So very cool to see that. Things that aren't cool is when a massive Berlin aquarium filled with right around 1,500 fish bursts. Yeah, it's like negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit in Berlin. And at like, I want to say it was like 530 in the morning, something like that. All of a sudden, this 50-foot 
tall cylinder tank that's in the lobby of this Radisson Hotel in Berlin just shatters and fish go everywhere. Water goes everywhere. Just a complete nightmare. And I want to say like 400 guests had to be evacuated. It's just a complete shit show. Could you imagine being anybody that was helping develop this cylinder? And I believe it was help to uh, help Americans help build it. Sorry. And so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what really caused it. Hopefully an, a specific individual wasn't at fault. But how fucking insane would that be, especially if you're like working and you're like borderline one of those guys where like, I don't really want to be here. You're Dante from the Clerks movie, if you've ever seen that, where he's like, I don't even want to be here or I'm not even supposed to be here. And then you have to sit there and deal with, you know, this giant 264,000 gallon tank just explodes. That's how big it is. Holy fucking shit. Could you imagine dealing with that garbage? Oh, I'd be so furious. I'd be like, I, I fucking quit. I'm not dealing with this shit. I don't. Now I smell like fish. <laughs> fucking awful. How awful. Listen, I love fish tanks, but I'm surprised that shit doesn't happen more often. But that being said, I, I, I have watched those shows on like the Discovery Channel or whatever where they build those really expensive fish tanks, and the people that build those do take their fucking time and they're really careful at what they do. At least it seems like it on TV, but man, if somebody is like slipped up and just cut a corner and that's what led to that, thankfully nobody was hurt. I want to say there was a few people that were, that were injured, but that that's some pretty scary shit. Speaking of scary shit, uh, I don't have the article in front of me. My wife just sent me this. There was like a a flight going to Hawaii on Hawaii Airlines or something like that. And I want to say like 30 people are like seriously injured because of severe fucking turbulence. My worst fear when it comes to flying is turbulence because there's nothing you can fucking do about it. I've only been in mild turbulence and that can be scary. I can only imagine. And the fact that there's people that are seriously injured, that's got to be scary as shit. And the fact that the people that go through that, that they can step foot back on an airplane is is just mind-blowing to me. We talked to Jerry Schimmel about a year ago this time, and he survived a plane crash, I want to say in an Iowa cornfield or something like that. I mean, he actually went back into the wreckage and, and saved a baby and all this stuff. And that dude travels for a living. It's bizarre that he he's able to overcome that that chaos and fear. But man, if if that happened to me, and especially if I was one of the people that was severely injured, I, I don't know if I could ever step back on, on foot back on a plane. I don't know if I could. I have a hard time wrapping my mind around getting back on a plane with my wife because she got horribly sick. I shouldn't laugh because it was it was awful for her. But like we were coming back from Hawaii and she ate at like a Burger King in Hawaii and it just fucked up her stomach and she was like puking her guts out. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Sorry that I'm telling this story, but it was an awful experience. I don't want to get back on the plane with her again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she's going to listen to this and she's like, you're an asshole. Yes, I am. 
you're not telling any lies. I got more headlines coming your way, but first, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. So however it happens, hey, all you got to do, root for chaos, and you could win money with Superbook this fall. So download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, they have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. I was just there. I had to get some gifts for a white elephant gift. So what do we do? We drive over to Total Beverage. I go to the one in Thornton because it's closer to where I live, and they, they just got an amazing selection, so I'm all set. But you know what? Maybe you can't go out there. No big deal. You can get them to deliver it. They also have curbside pickup available, whatever. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. Speaking about marriage, like I was just saying, giving my wife grief for uh, puking her guts out on an airplane, which was, again, horrible. (laughs) I felt so sorry for her because there's nothing you can fucking do about it. A British couple circled the globe on a tandem bike for, well, I should say in 180 days. That would be horrible. Horrible. I don't know about you and your significant other, but could you do that? For 180 days? I couldn't ride a bike for 180 days. I rode my Peloton like a a couple weeks ago. My ass hurt for like three freaking days. I don't know how anybody can ride a bike for 180 days, let alone be on a tandem bike with your significant other barking at you in the back going, hurry up, hurry. I need to pull over. I got to go pee. You just peed. I need to go again. It would end poorly for me and my wife. I'm sorry. I love her to pieces. I do. But I cannot ride on a tandem bike for 180 days. Couldn't do it for 18 days. I don't think I could do it for 18 minutes. So tip of my cap to you guys, uh, this British couple that did it. But what the fuck could not do that? Okay. I don't understand art. And I don't pretend to understand art. Alito Circa, a Filipino artist he creates paintings using his own blood now i'll tell you this i looked at some of his paintings and yeah they're good they're not great they're good i've toured uh elementary school art festivals and yeah he could compete with them okay nothing blows my socks off when i see this now that being said he's a better fucking artist than i am But here's the thing. He's painting with his own blood, so it makes him stand out. Who the fuck would buy a painting uh, that somebody used their own blood or anybody else's blood? That's just fucked up. I just don't understand it. And it's gimmicky. Yes, he's he's a lot more talented than I am. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, I just, why? Why? Use something else. I, I just, blood? It's just a little fucked up. That being said, if I had that gift, I would <laughs> I would do it and be like, uh, yeah, just, what is this, Scott? What, uh, 
it's 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 a painting. It looks like it's a bloody handprint that you made look like a turkey. Yeah, I did. It's a really good one too. I'll pay you five million dollars for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous that somebody would do that. I, would you buy something that was painted with somebody's blood? If you say yes, you're fucked up in the head. <laughs> you are. You should probably see a psychiatrist because there's something wrong with you. According to my professional opinion, well, I was listening to this podcast and he said that since I like these uh, twisted uh, paintings that I should see a psychiatrist. Oh, yeah. Always listen to your favorite podcaster. They know what's up. Uh, here's what's bizarre to me. There's a lot of people. I, I was looking at Twitter and I was looking at what's trending and what's trending right now. Because as I record this, it's on Sunday night. The Patriots lost to the Las Vegas Raiders on a bizarre play. Let me just play this sound. And then I'll tell you what's trending in association with this. Mac Hollins out on defense. He's all the way back. Uh, Stevenson is, anyone gonna is inside the 30, flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Uh oh, it's picked off. Uh oh, oh no. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Incredible. Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. Have you ever seen an ending like that? I've never one? seen anything like that. I have no idea why he was doing that. Oh my goodness. An unbelievable ending here in Las Vegas. Chandler Jones, former Patriot. What an exclamation point to end this game. Basically, no time left on the clock. They throw a quick out. A guy catches it. They try to pitch it back to keep the ball alive to see if they could pull out some craziness and then a guy throws it backwards one of the Patriots does to try to get to one of his other players and he throws it right to a Raider and the Raiders just run it in for a touchdown it's like what the fuck are you doing Patriots boy Bill Belichick is not going to be happy he is going to be irate in the locker room let's actually go into the locker room Bill what do you think happened at the end well, I'm really angry right now. I can hardly contain myself. We shouldn't have done that. Big mistake. He is just amped. He is just, I'm all jazzed up right now. I would be so fucking pissed if, if you know, if I was a, a fucking Patriots fan. What an embarrassing way to lose. And Bill Belichick, man, I can't believe that that shit happened. Now, here's why I brought that up. Is the trending topic right now, the NFL is rigged. Yeah, because that's really a likelihood. There's a lot of people going, oh, my God. Uh, you know, the, what's the difference between WWE and the NFL? Really, the only thing is one's wrestling, the other one's football. Both are rigged. Both are fake shit. It's like, dude, come on. Shut the fuck up. I have been in the room when NFL players have heard those accusations and their jaws drop with the stupidity. And the anger that fills their eyes is just unbelievable. It's just like, how could you fucking do that? Like, look at Mark Schlereth, who's had, what, 27 surgeries? That's surgeries, not procedures. Like, 27 surgeries. That's ridiculous. He has given his body and his heart and soul. He has bled for his teams. And you're telling him that it's rigged. It's like, fuck off. Fuck, say that to one of their faces. 
say it to one of their faces because you're a fucking moron if you believe the NFL is rigged. Now, the, obviously, the WWE is rigged because they full-on admit that. They're world wrestling entertainment. It's not the National Football Entertainment League. No, it's not the NFEL. No. I was afraid I was going to fuck that up when I said the National Football Entertainment League. But it, it's ridiculous, guys. It's breaking news. Oh, my God. Breaking news. Oh, uh, tell everybody that says the NFL is rigged. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. You're so dumb. Why? You're like those Facebook scientists out there that think you just know everything. You're the people that just believe in all these conspiracies. And listen, sometimes they're justified. I get it. But in that situation, it was just somebody that made a bad decision. Somebody for the Patriots just fucked up and didn't fulfill what he was supposed what he wanted to do. And one of the Raiders picked it off and scored a touchdown. And that's how they won. It's not a conspiracy. It's not a, uh, the, the NFL is rigged. No, just your team lost and another team won. Get the fuck over it. Diving into the mailbag, because I don't want to keep going on the NFL rigged shit. William Sanborn wrote in, how about Brett Rippon? Is he the future of the Denver Broncos? No, he's not. William, I, oh, I've seen this a little bit on Twitter as the Broncos uh, beat the snot out of the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, the Broncos did well. Uh, the, the run game looked fantastic against the Cardinals. And Brett Rippon did well. But the thing is, is there are two crap teams facing each other. And what kept the Broncos in the game is there was, what, three, four turnovers, whatever it was, by the Cardinals. So it really kept the Broncos in the game. I, Brett Rippon is, is not the future of the Broncos. That being said, he's a very good backup quarterback. I, I'm a little disappointed that the Broncos, even though the Russell Wilson passed concussion protocols, that they didn't play him. But that being said... I guess better be safe than sorry because I would have liked to see what he would have done against the Cardinals because he had a, such a great game last game when the Broncos barely lost to the Chiefs. I wanted to see, could he do it again? And it would have been a, a great confidence booster for them to have two successful games in a row with Russell Wilson because it seemed like he got away, Russell did, from the, the bullshit that he was trying to play before. And it seemed like he kind of went back to his old school ways of playing football and what we've been wanting to see from him all season. And he finally did it and he looked fantastic. And then he gets a fucking concussion and that's what sucks. But I, I don't want Brett Rippon to leave the Denver Broncos. He has a lot of potential. I, I As of right now, I would not even dare to have the comparison he better start Brett Rippon the rest of the way and, and just bench Russell Wilson. I think that's a that's a bad take. I, I know there's going to be some media outlets that will do that because it's an easy one, but I, I, I think that that would be a foolish thing. You need to see if you can get Russell Wilson to get have another performance like he did against the Chiefs and get that confidence built up 
And listen, they're not going anywhere. They're, they're not going to the playoffs. Listen, if anything, what the Broncos need to be doing right now is giving the middle finger to the Seattle Seahawks and make sure that they don't get a high pick, which they're already going to get a high pick. But the thing is, you want them to get a, you know, a lower pick than they currently have now. So basically, the Denver Broncos, your motivation is one to see if you can get things starting to gel and get and end this season on a positive note with some momentum going into the offseason. Also, you want to give a big middle finger, go double on that thing, give two double fingers to the Seattle Seahawks and screw them over a little bit on their draft pick, okay? Because they got our draft pick, and the worse we are, the better pick they got. So if we could win some games, I say we like I play for the team, but I don't. But what I'm saying is, Basically, we want to screw them over as much as we can. That's really the motivation for the Denver Broncos right now. Get some momentum going into the offseason. Have some positive points from this season. And also say, hey, fuck you, Seattle. <laughs> That's really what we want to do right now. I don't know how logical it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. But, hey, a girl can dream, can I? Can I? Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I truly appreciate it. Hey, uh, William, thanks for chiming in on the pod. Uh, Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done it. Thank you to all the people that have been, been, um, excuse me, geez, God damn, my brain is, my brain is fried. As I'm doing this, it's 7 o'clock at night. It's almost my bedtime. But I do want to say thanks to everybody who has been rating the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, give it five stars wherever you're listening, please. <laughs> if you if you give it anything less, well, I hate you. That's basically it. I hate you, and you will not be on my Christmas card list. If you give me a five star, uh, I might read it if you give me a review, but I will not give you a Christmas card. Actually, I will on social media. I lied. I lied. I'm a big fat liar. There you go. Uh, I will give you a Christmas card to everybody, and I expect everybody to print it out and put it on their fucking refrigerator, okay? I'm going to do that here right after this episode. So thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver, and, of course, Total Beverage in Thornton and Westminster. Man, (laughs) my brain is gone. It's gone. I know who to blame. My wife, she had me take a shot before I did this this episode. She's like, here, it's a, it's like a pina colada shot. And I just can't handle that. <laughs> I can't. My tiny little, little wee brain, it's a wee brain, doesn't handle alcohol too well. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Hope you have a great day. Hopefully you smiled a little bit in this episode. Have a great day. I uh, have a, a holiday special coming up here shortly. And make sure you subscribe to it, if this podcast, if you haven't. If you have any insight that you want to add, any uh, special things that you like to do around the holidays, please let me know to huffoncensored at gmail.com. I'll try to work those into the pod. Thank you guys so much. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.